0: Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay
1: Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What's up, and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com, and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks at JYarco underscore Bucks at D Harrison eighty two. And at Bucks underscore Nation, would like to w- welcome in all of our returning listeners as well as our new listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe and leave us a five star review. We really appreciate it, and it does help other Buccaneers fans find us.
1: Yeah, speaking of reviews, we got a very interesting one, James, um, a five star one. So I appreciate it. It was from a username. Uh, That has a whole bunch of numbers i'm assuming you're either a podcaster or you are into podcasting but there's a comment about our audio quality and and i will tell you guys james can attest to this i just went through an upgrade of my computer system and we've been consistently upgrading our audio systems and everything it takes it takes a little bit of time to learn all of the tools that we have handy. So please bear with us as we go through these, this growing process. It is a forever growing process. So just bear with us as we go through this. But today on this episode, we're going to hear from one of our listeners as we got one answer to our question of the week. And then uh, we... Not my finest work, apparently. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it happens. Everybody's <laughs> waiting for the draft, you know what I mean? And it, it is what it is. Um, but we're, but first, we we're before we get to that, it's Mock Draft Monday. So we're going to welcome in uh, a mock draft from Matthew Valdivinos of Pro Football Network. Uh, he's, he's had his work featured on this here show in the past as well. We've done mock drafts from Mr. Valdivinos uh, before, so you may recognize the name or you may recognize his work if you're a reader of Pro Football Network. But if you're not, uh, he's got a new three-round mock draft that has been up uh, or that went up just recently. And for the Buccaneers, we're going to go to pick 32, James, before we go through some of the other first-round picks. Uh, what Miami, defensive end, edge rusher. Outside linebacker, whatever you want to classify him as Jalen Phillips, is the selection with Valdovino's writing, quote, The Buccaneers have a few decent options here, so they choose the player with the highest upside still on the board. Had he been healthy for most of his college career, there's no question Jalen Phillips would be the first edge rusher taken in the 2021 NFL draft. On the other hand, concussion slowed down his career and caused him to slide here. The Bucks can take Phillips and play with a rotation until he takes over as the full-time starter across from Shaquille Barrett in 2022. End quote. So also predicting either a retirement or just a lack of re-signing uh, for Jason Pierre-Paul. And I have to believe that with all the motivation he has to stay in Tampa, James, including familial uh, motivations, that the departure from JPP would either be a retirement or the Buccaneers deciding to move on. And I don't know. I mean, he's, he's been pretty valuable to the team, not just on the field, but while uh, on, well, on the field in his play, but also on the field as a leader and in the locker room since he joined the organization
0: yeah all that said i i love the jalen phillips pick and and can you imagine if they draft jalen phillips then you re-sign jason pierre paul to another one maybe a two-year deal and you have a constant rotation of Shaq barrett jason pierre paul and jalen phillips you're gonna have these offensive linemen thinking oh man jpp needs a breather thank goodness oh no wait Now Jalen Phillips is coming in. There's no break for these guys. Um, I think it would be fantastic. Now, that said, if JPP retires, if the Bucs decide to move on because they would have a cost-effective Jalen Phillips, I completely understand it. I would rather see JPP retire as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer rather than go and play somewhere else. But, you know, the way the draft board fell, this is a fantastic pick. I'm 100% behind it.
1: Yeah, I mean the way the board fell, I have to say I agree with the move too. I mean there are some other interesting names still remaining uh, for Valdavinos to pick for the Buccaneers from, including Christian Barmore, the interior defensive lineman uh, out of Alabama that we know some people are really high on. Caleb Farley, uh, the cornerback out of Virginia Tech, is one. Richie Grant is a safety from UCF that I really like, but I mean uh, you don't need to you don't need to draft a first round guy to go with Antoine Winfield Jr. I think he's got the job. Pretty well locked down. Uh, honestly, I can't sit here and say that looking at the players available, I would have gone a different direction. Probably the only guy that I would have really considered in this spot other than Phillips uh, would be Levi Onwuzurike out of Washington, the defensive lineman uh, who could potentially turn into kind of a smaller replacement for Ndamukong if that needs to take place next year. Uh, but, I mean, uh, the, the, the difference between Onwuzurike and Phillips uh, is, is, is minimal at best, and I could say that I could see why Edge – would be the priority here. So uh, James, going back through the rest of round one, though, uh, we, of course, have Trevor Lawrence going number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. No surprise there, as that's what everybody is expecting and has been expecting since August of last year, really, uh, to be quite honest with you, including probably the Jacksonville Jaguars being the team to be there uh, to take him. Zach Wilson is, is the second quarterback off the board. That is a question that has come up from time to time on whether it's going to be Justin Fields or it would be Zach Wilson. Wilson seems to be the guy that's taking that spot more and more as we get closer to actual draft night. And then the San Francisco 49ers in this mock draft don't take Mac Jones. So uh, Valdovino is a guy following in my own brainwave of not wanting to believe that John Lynch was going to spend all of that draft capital come up and get a quarterback like Mac Jones. I mean, hey, it could, it could still be wrong. Uh, but instead here he has the San Francisco 49ers taking Trey Lance. I would still probably say Justin Fields is the number three quarterback, but I would take Trey Lance over Mac Jones if I were running a Kyle Shanahan offense as well. Kyle Pitts goes to Atlanta, so we're going to get to see him. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, James, continue. I mean, just nobody wants to give Joe Burrow any offensive line help. Instead, he gets Jamar Chase. So a really fast, talented receiver to run downfield as Joe Burrow gets sacked over and over again. So good luck to Joe there. Uh, Justin Fields does come off the board at number seven, which is where the Detroit Lions are picking. However, VA uh, mock draft trade, it's actually the Washington football team that sends picks 1951-124 and a 2022 first-round and third-round pick to the Detroit Lions for the seventh overall pick. So apparently Matt Valdivinos, a Detroit Lions fan, Washington gets Justin Fields, so uh, another Ohio State quarterback to to bring into the mix. And listen, I'm on the, on the same board. Dwayne Haskins is not Justin Fields, and it's not fair. Um, But that kind of rounds out the top 10. Carolina gets an offensive tackle in Sewell, while J.C. Horn goes to the Philadelphia Eagles, and Patrick Sertain II goes to the Dallas Cowboys, kind of uh, running chalk there, as we see there. So really, in the top 10, you're looking at the quarterbacks, right? And then you're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals, which your sigh says you have an opinion on.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course I'm going to sigh over that because – everybody who's doing mock drafts apparently hates joe burrow so i'm gonna rewind the clock to back before the buccaneers got tom brady and i'm gonna start petitioning for the bucks to trade every single pick they have plus future picks to get joe burrow to tampa just to save this poor man's life because mock drafters and Bengals fans alike just do not care about his health or safety but we got more about this mock draft coming up in segment two. First, we have to talk about some friends of ours and some friends that I'm hoping I'm going to be able to cash out with big this weekend. And that is, of course, betonline.ag. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, the NHL, MLB, are in full swing speaking of swings i placed a 10 dollar bet on the masters and the guy that i bet on uh yeah he torpedoed in round 3 so i jumped into their live betting put 15 dollars down on uh, a particular golfer that if he were to come back and win on sunday i would get 825 dollars david off of a 15 dollar live bet you got to love it bet online covers awards tv shows and reality television with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Again, promo code Locked On, all one word, L O C K E D O N, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online your online sportsbook experts.
1: Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Segment two back here on the Locked On Bucks podcast starting off the week. Mock draft Monday and a three-rounder from Matt Valdivinos over at uh, Pro Football Network is the one we're reviewing here. Kind of already went through the first round now uh, The majority of the picks, the only NFC South pick we haven't talked about, James, is New Orleans Saints, pick number 28, taking Jameen Davis, linebacker, out of Kentucky, so an, an interesting pick for a team that definitely needs some defensive help, especially in the off-ball linebacker positions. Uh, but then you look at the pick right after them, the Green Bay Packers take Kadarius Toney, wide receiver out of Florida, who's a guy that a lot of people have mocked to the Saints as well. So you can see them kind of go either way. They're Leaning towards defense. But then when we move in to the second round of this mock draft, we have the Atlanta Falcons grabbing that UCF safety we talked about, Richie Grant, uh, followed by the Carolina Panthers taking a Fedu melafanwu cornerback out of Syracuse, if I could get the name out uh, correctly out of my mouth there. And then the New Orleans Saints come back and get another uh, defensive player taking Aline McNeil out of North Carolina State, while the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wait till pick 64. So no uh, trade ups that I see in this second round. Of this mock draft and take Davion Nixon, interior defensive lineman, out of Iowa.
0: Yeah, it's a it's another good pick uh, for the Buccaneers. There, yeah, you're getting depth along that defensive line. We've seen Vita Vea have some injury issues, you know, in the past, and you saw Ricky Nunez Roaches step up big time in that role. Having depth along the defensive line, you have Indama Sue only on the one year deal. Drafting D line. Definitely not a bad idea, especially in the second round there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you look at the players uh, that, the, that the Buccaneers opponents are taking, you see a lot of secondary pieces going in the second round there. And I mean, I can't say that necessarily, you know, when Valvinos was looking at this board, he's specifically sitting there saying, well, the Falcons and the Saints have to absolutely go for secondary so that they can try to stop Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, you know, Tyler Johnson, AB, if he ever decides uh, to get off the snide and, and rejoin the team, like he probably should have already been done. Um, So I don't know that that's exactly where Matt's head was going, but you could see that kind of going that way within the NFC South, at least with these defenses, prioritizing not only over the middle coverage. Right, You saw New Orleans Saints go with the linebacker, so either trying to get better in the pass rush, trying to get better in the middle of the field coverage, uh, which Tom Brady is so well known for taking advantage of. But also you see the Falcons and the Panthers getting better on their perimeter coverage and their deep ball coverage with a guy like Richie Grant. I know a lot of Floridians would be very unhappy to see Richie Grant intercepting Tom Brady so hopefully the good news is that Richie Grant even if he ends up starting for the Atlanta Falcons in this in this scenario is a rookie and Tom Brady probably is not going to be all that afraid of a rookie even one as talented uh, as he is and then when you look at Davion Nixon like you said you know whether it's uh, whether it's Vita Vea getting banged up again, whether it's the age in Indomitian Consu, whether it's you know the talent or the ceiling of Rakeem Nunez, Roches, or the future of William Golston, who's also playing on a contract here. Uh, it's a smart thing to do. The trenches is always where the game is won. That's the cliche, and it's a cliche for a reason. Uh, he, he's a great talent. He's a good guy that could come in. And, again, Pro Football Network will stick with those guys. They just They basically call him a fast, strong, and productive player. That's exactly what you want on the defensive line. So good pick there for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well.
0: Yeah, and let's go ahead and shift over to round three where, I mean, in round two, not a single running back came off the board. We had three come off the board in round one, starting with Najee Harris, then Javante Williams, and then Travis Etienne all going before the Bucks pick in the first round. None of them. In the second round, well, in round three, Valdivinos has two running backs coming off with the first two picks with Michael Carter from North Carolina and Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis. You see the Atlanta Falcons draft a Florida State Seminole safety, Hamsa Dean who we actually have a draft profile up that went up over the weekend about him at Bucksnation.com. You want to check that out. The Bengals uh, can pretend that they tried to help Joe Burrow, Jalen Mayfield, the tackle out of Michigan, but by taking him, they passed on my boy, Josh Myers out of Ohio State, who goes the very next pick to Philadelphia. A couple of other intriguing picks here. You see the Carolina Panthers taking Jamar Johnson, the safety out of Indiana. Again, more secondary help there in the NFC South. Your beloved Washington football team takes Brevin Jordan, a tight end out of Miami. Then we go all the way down here to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at pick number 95, where they select the same person that Peter Schrager had the Bucs taking in round one of his mock draft that we talked about, and that is Stanford quarterback Davis Mills. Rounding out the third round before we get you Your thoughts on Davis Mills, David, the New Orleans Saints with a couple of picks here, taking Dwayne Eskridge, the wide receiver from Western Michigan, and finishing the third round with quarterback Kyle Trask out of Florida. But Davis Mills at pick 95,
1: to me, sounds a whole lot better than Davis Mills at pick 32. Yeah, a little bit. And I think it kind of shows, uh, you know, just the differences in this year's draft. I mean, that's, you know, we kind of went through this a little bit last year where, Uh, Daniel Jeremiah talked about it a lot on his move the sticks podcast If you guys don't listen to that and you're interested in the NFL draft and I don't know what you're you don't know what you're missing out on Uh, but he talked about last year with that you know after the combine the pro days all got kind of squashed and you know there wasn't a lot of time for these scouts and these personnel to do what they normally do and and Really, they do what a lot of us do. They kind of talk to each other. They listen in on each other's comments. and they kind of, uh, You kind of end up with almost like a community census or consensus of where a player, a certain player, is going to be valued. And because of last year, because of the lack of pro days and the lack of ability to do that, you really didn't have as much of that as, as you did in, in most years. And then this year, you come to this and you don't have uh, some of the all-star games that you do. The Senior Bowl did get, uh, get underway and, and was executed safely and very well. But then you don't have the combine. You have some pro days, yes, but some of the pro days were also a little bit limited. They were a little bit restricted on what, what they kind of had available. Uh, some of the players who, who were there, you know, it, it, these are guys who haven't played since 2019 or played very little in 2020. So you want to see them at the combine and you want to see them at their pro day, and you just weren't able to get that done. So this year, I think you have a lot of, uh, a lot of gaps between, you know, where certain players, you, you can look at a guy like Amari Rogers, who we haven't really talked about. But in this mock draft, he goes 77 to the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, I know guys who think that Amari Rodgers is a day two, an early day two guy, not a mid to late day two guy. And then same thing, Joe Tryon, edge rusher out of Washington. Uh, There are some people who have him sneaking into the end of the first round or at least the very top of the second round. And here he goes to pick 78. So it just kind of shows you just how different things can be depending on who the evaluator is and who you're talking to. But uh, Davis Mills at pick number 95 instead of pick number 32 is, is, is much better. And I think that from a from a locker room standpoint, right? So the, the message that the Buccaneers are selling and the message that they sold to all their players who have re signed and the message that they're they're probably selling to Antonio Brown is what? Come back so we can make another run at a Super Bowl. Right? We're we're not building for the future. We're not reloading for the future. We're reloading, we're we're building on top of what we already have for 2022. So taking a quarterback at number 32 does none of that. So all these players who maybe did take a little bit, of a not a pay cut in, in the traditional sense, but a pay cut in the sense that they didn't go out on the open market and find top dollar, you're going to tell those players, hey, come back. Maybe you don't get as much money on this contract, but you get another chance to win the Super Bowl. But then we're going to spend the, the, the 32nd overall pick on a quarterback who is not going to be you know, a contributing factor to this mission that we brought you in on. Uh, to me, that the messages just, just don't jive there, and doesn't mean that an NFL franchise wouldn't do it. But I don't see this NFL franchise doing that. So getting Davis Mills at 95th overall instead of 32nd overall makes a whole lot of sense for a whole lot of different reasons. And then I'm not that high on Kyle Trask, so seeing him go 105 to New Orleans Saints, I'm good, you guys can have him.
0: I, I don't mind Kyle Trask. I think in the in the third round, either one of those guys I would have been fine with, but I'm much better with the Buccaneers going quarterback here uh, rather than in the first round. I understand the thought process behind the first round thing, and y- yeah, I get it. But you're talking a difference of 63 picks where the Buccaneers got Jalen Phillips, and then they get an interior defensive lineman, and then they get a quarterback rather than taking that quarterback at 32. So I'm, I'm good with it, but you know, I also wouldn't mind Kyle Trask. I I think I like him a little bit better than you do, but I'm not saying I love the guy.
1: Potentially. And I know there is one of our listeners that probably likes Kyle Trask more than I do, for very bit. biased reasons. Um, so we may all disagree a little bit on that. But there's something that we're not going to disagree on, and that is the fact that Built Bar is the most best, most best, the most delicious tasting protein bar. That that still doesn't make that's still not English. Built Bar are the best tasting protein bars you were ever going to try. Now, we may not all agree on our favorite flavors and on that's fine, but at the end of the day, the Built Bar product is as amazing as we've been telling you it is, not only because they're a proud sponsor of the show, but because we are also consumers of the product and we actually truly believe in it. Some of my favorite flavors, you guys have been listening to us for a while, have already heard it. Cookies and cream is one of them. Carrot cake with walnuts. Apple almond crisp is one of the good ones. Then you have the goat mint brownie and banana bread is also one of my favorites as well. All the Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're all easy to chew. They're all soft. If you if you like them out of the freezer, do that. If you like them out of the fridge, if you like them just out of the ca- out of the cabinet, you know, by all means, do that. I personally like them out of the fridge. My mother-in-law likes them out of the freezer. Either way, they're great and they're very they're very smart for the health-conscious person. All Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anybody trying or on. The keto diet, for example, the peanut butter bar has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, and five grams of net carbs. Right now, when you go to builtbar.com, use the promo code lock15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's that's promo code lock15 for 15% off at builtbar.com.
0: Wrapping things up here on a Monday edition of
1: the Lock On Bucks
0: podcast, and it is April. And the Locked On NFL Network, of podcast, is shifting into draft mode April 19th through the 26th. Tune in to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. David. Let's go ahead and dive into our question of the week. Again, not my finest work. I thought it was a fun and intriguing question, but our response was not nearly as impressive as it was last week. That said, we do have a caller that we are going to give the floor to, and I'm excited to hear what he has to say.
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Chris calling from Canton, Ohio again. Just got done listening to
0: Monday's episode and definitely wanted to call in and give my opinion on the new question of the week. Um, no, there's a lot of young guys that I'm actually really excited to see, but one in particular really stands out to me. He did happen to play for my favorite college team, is tight end, Kyle Pitts. I think he is going to be such a dynamic weapon to whatever team ends up drafting him, whether it's, you know, Cincy, Miami, whoever uh, ends up getting him up there. I just think the kid's going to be a beast in the NFL and can't wait to see him uh, out there on an NFL field playing against some uh, big boys. All right, guys. Thanks for everything you do.
1: Have a great week. Go Bucks! All right, Chris, appreciate the call. Again, that question uh, outside of just the Buccaneers pick, which player in the NFL draft are you most excited to see? play at the next level regardless of where they end up in the draft and chris from do do you think chris
0: would be as excited to watch kyle pitts in the nfl playing for atlanta against the buccaneers as he would if he went to literally just about any other team in the top 10
1: yeah I, i highly doubt chris is going to enjoy watching kyle pitts try to do damage against the buccaneers for the Atlanta Falcons, <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, hey, that's that's what fandom is is all about, and and uh, you know, everybody is going to celebrate their own way, and you can you can be a little bit happy. I, I go back to the Super Bowl, right? So, not this Super Bowl, but uh, I can't remember what year off the top of my head, but B A Super, the one that that he won with the Pittsburgh Steelers, where Santonio Holmes caught the touchdown. I told you, he did not catch I got, the touchdown. I told but. you though, I, I, we don't have enough time for that. I wanted the Arizona Cardinals to win, right? Because. Uh, for Basically because of Larry Fitzgerald. More than anything, it was Larry Fitzgerald. I wanted to see Larry Fitzgerald get a ring. I still want to see Larry Fitzgerald get a ring. If that's a possibility, come to Tampa, Larry, and we'll make that whole thing happen. Um, but I remember saying, as the game was going on, I don't really remember where it was or who I was really with, to be honest with you, but I remember saying, if the Steelers have to win this game, let it go to San Antonio Holmes. San Antonio Holmes, Ohio State Buckeye, hadn't really kind of had his personal life meltdown and all that crap yet. Uh, You know, one of my favorite players coming out of Ohio State when he did. And then him going to Pittsburgh, he was a fan of the Steelers, you know, growing up and all that stuff. So it was just kind of one of those magic moments and you wanted to see it happen. Um, And so that it did happen, whether you agree that it happened or not, it happened. And so, you know, I was able to be happy no matter what the result was because of that. So anyway, so I kind of get where Chris would be coming from. If he was happy to see Kyle Pitts even doing damage to the Buccaneers, I would understand him for that. Um, I have a question for Chris, though, actually. Next time you call in, Chris, if if you don't mind, so you live in Canton, Ohio, but your favorite teams are the Buccaneers and the Florida Gators. So I, just, so I assume you're from Florida, or maybe you're like James, and you have family from Florida that moved you to Ohio. Uh, if you don't mind sharing your story on, on how you became a, a Florida you know, football fan, but you live in Ohio, uh, whether it's you know, one way or the other, uh, I would appreciate it. I'm just kind of curious about it. So, but I'll give my answer to the question real quick, James. And it's not really going to surprise you. My favorite position uh, to watch really all my entire NFL, my football watching life has been running back Uh, The style of running backs I prefer are usually your shiftier ones, your faster ones, your one-cut guys. But Najee Harris is a guy that just has my attention because he does a little bit of everything, and I kind of view him as a guy that can fit in any type of scheme because I feel like any offensive system is going to be able to accentuate something that Najee Harris does really, really well. Uh, I like the comp. Uh, to Matt Forte, Matt Forte was running my, one of my favorite running backs when he was still in the league. I liken him to a little bit too, also a David Johnson type of running back. I'm really attracted to that type of back in this modern game because I think it gives you a little bit of a size advantage if you can spread the defense out a little bit, but at the same time, if they do stack the box, he's got things he can do. You can also go play action with him, get them to collapse, leak him out hopefully, and you can find him in the flat or find him over the middle somewhere behind the defense do some damage that way. So really interested to see see what happens with Alabama running back Najee Harris, whether he's in Tampa or not.
0: Yeah, that was also my answer because like you, I also love the running back position. It is my favorite position to watch, Uh, but I'm sorry. No, but since you gave that answer, I will give my other one. And I kind of teased it in segment two. And that is, Believe it or not, an Ohio State Buckeye, even though I'm a card carrying member of the Ohio State Buckeye Hater Club, and it's center Josh Myers. I want to see how he does in the NFL because he went to high school where I live. He went to high school with the, you know, with my oldest stepson. They were, you know, my my stepson was a freshman. Yeah, he was a senior, but Josh Myers is a guy that I have followed since he was in high school. And I'm interested to see how he plays out in the pros. Kind of like when I was in high school, my high school football team went up against Alter high school who had Nick Mangold and they went up against Centerville high school who had AJ Hawk. So it's, it's exciting to see these hometown guys make it to the biggest stage of their sport. So I'll, I will be glued to find out where Josh Myers goes and how he does in the NFL. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, And of course, Joshua Gardner hit us up on Twitter. Didn't really answer the question, but kind of said, I knew, who he was looking forward to seeing. And so I'm going to make the assumption since uh, you know I've been given the confidence to do so. And that would be Kadarius Tony also yeah, out of Florida. For sure. um, that seems to be Joshua's guy. Um, so and, and, hey, depending on what happens with AB, he may be a guy that the Buccaneers target with that 30 second overall pick if he is there. So thank you to Joshua for hitting us up with the subtweet on the question of the week. Thank you to Chris uh, for answering that question. Thank you to all of you who listened and contemplated answering, even if you didn't answer, we still thank you. Our new question of the week, we'll see if we get more than one phone call on this one. I don't know. Guys, everybody's focused on the draft, so it's kind of hard to come up with some of these questions of the week. So here's what I got. So uh, a little bit of a background. I'm part of an AT&T fellowship that is also working with Warner Brothers and DC Comics. And right now, what project that my group is working on is a commercial spot for DC uh, that also encapsulates veterans and all this stuff. I don't know if it's ever going to see the light of day, to be quite honest with you. But it's going to be fun to work on anyway and see what we can come up with. Uh, especially after uh, finding out we're actually licensed to use DC products and characters. Um, so that's that's going to be a lot of fun to work on. So we'll see what happens. So one thing they asked us to do is kind of identify with the DC character ourselves. So that's why I want to I want to flip that question to our listeners and to Buccaneers fans. Which DC characters would you comp three members of the Buccaneers to? And, and you know, if you only got one or two, that's fine, too. But I kind of want to throw out three out there and it could be anybody it can be a part of the staff it could be a part of the coaching staff it could be a part of uh the players it could be historic uh it could be another fan on twitter you know what i mean if you want to if you want to comp a fan on twitter if you want to comp james yarko to batman by all means go ahead and do so and james will tell you here in just a minute how you can send those answers in for uh, this week's question of the week
0: yeah i already have my answers but you're gonna have to wait until next week to uh to hear them, but of course, you can answer the question by giving us a call at 813 444 5841 or record a, record a voice memo or type out an email and send it to lockedonbuckspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're checking out everything that David and I are doing over at bucksnation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at lockedonbucks, at underscore Bucks, at dharrison82, and at Bucks. Score patient hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day stay safe stay healthy wash your hands and be good to one another and we thank you so much for joining us right here at locked on bucks